What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Rob Mars. Listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode 36. Basketball's back, everybody. Oh, man, it's a long time coming. Uh, the coronavirus has really stopped everything, and now it's day one of the NBA restart. Um, I just watched the first game. On, it was, uh, there's been a pair of games on TNT tonight. Um, it just ended. The Pelicans lost to Utah Jazz in a close battle. Rudy Gobert got the final um, sh- final shot from a, a drive from Donovan Mitchell and got fouled by uh, Derek Favors. And he uh, converted his two free throws, and that was it. So Pelicans end up losing the first game of the NBA restart to the Utah Jazz. And now we're watching the next game. If you might you probably hear it on the background. Um about to um start it, the tip off and everything, the national anthem and whatnot. So that's about to get get going. The second game against the Lakers and the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard versus LeBron James. The Battle of L.A. Oh, man. Um, we got a packed show. I'm, as you can see, I'm a little excited. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm amped. I'm amped to watch this game against, you know... Two of the best players, perhaps in the entire league, I think, and Kawhi and LeBron going at it with two, um, two um, deep teams. The Lakers, obviously, they're a little, they're a little. Um, they don't have all their reinforcements. You got Rondo; he's out. I think he broke his finger. Then you have um, a few other people that are out. Um, Amy Bradley obviously de- uh, decided not to play because uh, I believe he has a young son. So a, lo- a lot of guys have opt- opted out, but it's still a good amount of players that have were able to uh, play and, and they want to play and they're excited to play. So probably maybe a, a, a handful of players that decided to opt out of this season. But most players are pretty much playing, so it's, it's definitely wide open, especially in the West, which, you know, this match will definitely showcase that. So I'm excited, and like I said, uh, we got a packed show. We're going to get into the Celtics uh, season opener tomorrow as they face off against the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, Giannis and Chris Middleton and them boys. Eric Bledsoe won't play because he was tested positive for coronavirus. I think he's under quarantine right now. Also, uh, on that bench, Pat Connington won't play as well. So, and uh, for the Celtics, I think they're pretty much healthy. Probably the most healthy they've been all year besides, you know, if depends on who you want to believe. Uh, what's going on with Kimball Walker's uh, knee right now. Um, if you've heard um, Brad Stevens' interview on the radio, uh, he was on 95 Sports Hub. 
Zolak and Bertrand show uh, a couple days ago. He was like saying, oh yeah, Kimball Walker has probably been the most healthiest since he's been here. And since, uh, since, since September, those was his... You know, I'm paraphrasing. Those are not his exact words, but he's saying that he was healthy since September. So, I don't know. I, to me, I call BS. I don't... I, I, I've, been, I've seen that story before with the Celtics. I've The Celtics tend to tell a lot of white lies when it comes down to their injury report. I don't know if they want to just, like... Put themselves in a, in, a, in, a, in a position where they don't want to be taken advantage of. Maybe that's why they don't tell the truth with their injuries. But I don't think Kimball Walker is 100%. And I don't think he's going to be 100% until who knows. Like, I think he'll have to get surgery on that knee. He already got a drain before, before the four-month hiatus. And who knows um, how that knee is going to you know, withstand through a rigorous cu- couple weeks, really. You're not, you're not going to get a lot of back-to-backs. The schedule is pretty much high-paced, he- pedal to the metal, not a lot of days off in between. Um, maybe you might have a day off here and there, but especially when the playoffs start, it's going to be pretty um, fast-paced. Normally in the playoffs in a normal year, you're probably going to see, you know, um, two or three days off. You're not you're not going to see that. If anything, you'll get a day off. That's really it. You might even see some back to backs. I heard there was some back to backs, but I don't know. Don't trust my word on it. I haven't looked at the playoff schedule yet. The NBA released um, basically the eight game regular season schedule, but they haven't released how the playoff schedule is going to be. But far as I know. As we hear Kevin Harlan in the background, I don't know if you hear it through the, through the recording, but I'm just excited. When you hear Kevin Harlan, as you know, this TNT basketball is on right now. But anyways, I'm excited. But yeah, so like I said, the NBA just released their eight-game schedule. Um, and not all the teams, you know, I don't know if anyone knows all the rules. Not all the teams made it to Orlando, but... I think it's like 20 teams that are in Atlanta right now. Um, there's about three or four teams that are outside of the eight, you know, eight seed in, in the in the West that have uh, have a chance of getting that eight seed that we're able to get in. But it's probably like only one team outside of the outside of the top eight in the East, which is the Wizards, that we're able to get in for the East as, as all the. Pretty much most of the teams of the West that have been picked out of those 20 or so teams. So, I mean, it's a lot, but um, it's fairly simple. I'm glad they didn't go East to West. A lot of people were saying they wanted to, uh, a lot of people were interested in going to East West playoff. Nah, just keep it the way it is East versus East, West versus West. And then, you know, the NBA Finals, you have East versus West. That's how it's always been. I'm, I'm a, as you can see, through this whole change and whatnot, the coronavirus, I, I don't like change, and I like to keep things the same. And I know there's been a lot of change the past couple of months, but this is a great sign for normalcy to see sports be back. 
it's like it's like literally all sports are pretty much came back around the same time. As I'm watching uh, the players get going, getting ready to for the tip off, Paul George getting ready. Got LeBron doing handshakes on the side with his players. You know their normal pregame routines and rituals, but uh, it's about to get, it's about to get cracking in there. But um, <laughs> go Clippers! <laughs> I hope Kawhi has a great game. I hope we see a lot of uh, a lot of matches with LeBron. Hopefully, Paul George puts in the work today. But I know I'm kind of you know. A little bit off topic, but uh, we're still on topic, but just, you know, sometimes I might go off base and talk about what's going on behind me. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how everything unfolds with this eight-game schedule and how the playoff seeds will shape up. And it all starts tonight. Um, So later on in the show, we'll also get in... I mean, obviously a lot of NBA, but we'll also get into a little bit of high school basketball because a lot has gone on. And I don't remember the last time I made a recording. It's probably like maybe a good couple months. Um, it's just it's just tough to put out content when there's not much going on. Um, but there has been a lot on the background going on with high school basketball. We're going to get you a few recruiting notes in, in second part of the show. Um, a lot of guys signed, uh, especially in the 2021 class, Bensley Joseph just signed to to Miami. So we'll kind of, um, get into his fit with Jim Laranega in Miami. I mean, Jim Laranega has done a good job. He's definitely, um, recruited very well locally. I don't know if it's like maybe a connection with his, uh, son, his son coaches for the Celtics. So maybe he might have scouted some of these guys. So it's like it's kind of interesting that Jim Laranega has been recruiting um, in the Northeast and finding some of these guys. Matt Cross is another guy that he signed for the 2020 class. So he's definitely made his stamp in the Northeast trying to rebuild um, the Miami Hurricanes program. So a nice get to get Joseph a very good change of pace guard, but we'll get into that later on in the show. Um, but l- like I said, the notable games that are coming up, obviously what we're watching right now, the Clippers versus Lakers, Boston versus Milwaukee tomorrow, Memphis versus the Pelicans interests me on the aug- on August 3rd. That will be at 6.30. Um, you got Houston versus Portland on August 4th. That also will be a interesting game. But there's a lot of other... Those ones kind of stick out to me, at least in the upcoming week. I'll probably get into a lot of... Um, well, basically, before everything kind of stops, the world stops and sports stops, I was making regular website updates. I haven't done that, as probably if you have checked the website... I don't know if you have. I haven't. Everything has been stopped. You know, my I've noticed that my downloads have obviously slowed down. Um, just uh, everything has been has stopped. But it's just funny. Uh, the right when the games tend to start, I've seen an uptick in my downloads. So 
obviously people are excited. They're 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 just kind of just waiting to see the game start to kind of get dive into podcast and you know and and just if you're a fan, I appreciate the the support. I'm glad to put out more content, put out um just put, just really just you know, this is my passion and I love doing it. So this to me this is not work. This is just like fun to just you know watch the sport that I love, talk about it, debate it. Hopefully I can get some more guests go, uh in the upcoming weeks. Maybe we can start, you know, debating and doing comparisons and stuff like that. That's always fun to do. I'll talk about what's going on in the day-to-day world as well. I'm not going to go too political, but I will kind of get into certain things with certain guests. If I can get some guests on in the upcoming weeks on what the whereabouts of the world. Black Lives Matter is obviously a big forefront for the NBA. They definitely have definitely pushed this movement pretty hard. As, as, I mean, come on, it's it's definitely something that we have to um, stop. Racial racial injustice is has been a huge problem in this country for years, and we have to uh, put a stop to it. And I mean, it shouldn't have to come down to a situation with George Floyd, which happened a couple weeks, uh, not a couple weeks, a couple months ago. It seems like it's, it happened yesterday. It's so, it was such a memorable moment. Everyone, it created an uproar of protest around the country. And, and obviously it's made this movement happen of Black Lives Matter. But... My opinion about it, I feel like black lives always mattered. If you study the history, we've, we've always been uh, prevalent. We've always had creators. We always had inventors. We always had people that were, um, that were even entrepreneurs back in the day. Um, it may not have been recognized like it should have been. So this is what uh, this year has been all about. It's about really just, you know, having an awareness that people haven't had before. I mean, 2020 has just been a year to kind of retrospect on a lot of things that you probably weren't focusing on in the past. You probably was on your day-to-day life and you was just trying to focus on yourself and your family and your friends and and just whatever. and and ignored a lot of these um, um, social justice issues. So now is the time, while you're in quarantine, to think about a lot of those things and kind of internalize it so that way you can uh, progress as a society and make positive changes that that will hopefully impact the future in a positive way. So I know I kind of went off base, but, you know, I had to talk about some of these things that were going on. And obviously I've been gone for so long 
And this is the reason why I was gone for so long because there was so much other things that I had to focus on even in my daily life. And I understand why people could probably put sports secondary to everything else that's going on. Um, it's obviously an election year. Um, if you believe that um, you can make an impact, and I think everyone deserves to have their voice heard and I think probably the biggest way you can do it is vote. Um, like I said, to be honest with you, I'm not, I was never really a political person. I've never really got into politics, but as I've gotten older, I understand that, all right, um, it's, you kind of have to focus on it more so than ever before because of what's going on and, there's people in office that weren't focusing on these type of issues to the point that you have a George Floyd type situation or you have police brutality happen that gets covered up. But I'm go- I'm not going to go too far deep into it. Uh, that's just I just want to talk a little bit about it because, like I said, you just can't ignore what's going on. But like I said, if you want to make an impact, I just think the best way to do it is vote and start with the Congress and Senate and people, the lawmakers. I think if you don't um, make your voice heard, then then I feel like nothing will really change. If you want real change, you have to understand and Self-educate yourself on what's really going on and not just kind of just say, well, I've always done this. And maybe sometimes you might have to go do a different thing. You might have to go a different route than what you've done in the past in order to get real change. But I know I got to focus on the sports, but I'm I just like I said, I. I put sports secondary. I had to just keep it real with all of us that, that are listening right now. I've kept sports secondary. This is why I haven't been, you know, there's been a lot of podcasters that still have been putting out content. There's still sports shows on ESPN, but there's a lot more things to think about than, than sports sometimes. But right now is a night to celebrate. The NBA is back, and I want to focus on that. And we'll continue to focus on that for the rest of the show. But that was just just my two cents on what's going on with Black Lives Matter and what's going on, you know, outside our door right now. But anyways, let's get into the Celtics. Um, Biggest thing. uh, The biggest story I would have to say with the Celtics right now is the the status of Kimball Walker's knee. Um, like I got into it in the beginning of the show. I don't know. I, I've seen it all before, even with people, uh, other players in the past that have had knee injuries that had to get them drained. Usually, it was a chronic type of thing. 
you look at Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade had knee issues. He had, he had to get it drained um, once upon a time. Um, Kobe Bryant, same thing. He had to get his knee drained. End up having chronic knee issues. It never really was the same. Never really had the same mobility. And then at the time, I feel like with both of those guys, they had it when they were a little bit older, a little bit different. Kimba Walker's younger. So maybe Kimba can get surgery, and I think he'll be fine if he gets surgery. But I just don't think that they can do, you know. Obviously, it's going to be, I think they're going to have to manage. Minutes restrictions, obviously, is what they're going to do in these eight games right now before the playoffs. They're going to have to watch it, make sure it doesn't flare up. Um, maybe he might not have to, maybe he's going to have to sit out a few practices because he's going to have to find a way to get rest and not be on it so much. Cause I don't, I just don't agree with what Brad Stevens was saying that, that he's, his knees have been the most healthy is because I felt like he was very healthy, uh, when he was, when he got here in October and September, I thought he, you were seeing the full Kimba Walker. Um, but if you've been watching S Magicians, uh, Kimba did play one game. I uh, believe he played in the second game. The first game he didn't play against OKC, but I think he played the second game. I forget where they played. But um, he, had, he had 18 minutes, had a nice show, and had a few buckets. Um, did look, I mean, from the highlights, I haven't... Like I said, to be honest with you, I've been working a ton to be to keep it real with you. I haven't been able to really see a lot of the exposition games. I've been able to catch some of the highlights. Tatum and Jalen Brown did show up pretty well in that second game. Um, I did catch the last game that they played against the Rockets. Um, it was a obviously an ugly game because barely no one from the top seven played. Um Including Ennis Cantor, including Marcus Smart. Just trying to catch Kawhi Leonard, make a move. Got a charge. Anthony Davis. Let me check the score real quick. Lakers up 13-9 and in the first quarter. Seven minutes to go. But, yeah... And then they have then they have a few other issues. Um, Gordon Hayward is expected to have a newborn child soon, so he might not be able to stay in the bubble. And then obviously, if you st- if you leave the bubble, which we all know with the Lou Williams situation, and then all the other guys that have been quarantined because they've been tested positive, whatnot. And then, you know, there's a, um, Rashawn Holmes was another guy that also decided to leave the bubble. So, you know, once you leave the bubble, that's it for you for two weeks. And it doesn't matter if you got games to play against, you know, maybe, you know, who knows that that newborn child will come during the playoffs. Now you lose Gordon Hayward for two weeks in the playoffs. Like, that is crude. Like, I don't know. I mean, he might change his mind. I mean, I, I, I just seen um, it's getting to the point where guys are just going to say, I, if, I mean, 
do I want to win a championship or do I want to just? But uh, man, to 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 miss your uh, to miss your uh, your newborn child being born is 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 a tough decision to make. I just know uh, what I'm trying. I was just trying to think of the example I was going to come up with, but I. What's his name? Uh, Alex Caruso that plays for the Lakers. He missed his sister's wedding because he knew if he left the bubble, he would be out for two weeks. He probably would have missed this game that's you know going on right now against Clippers if he would have seen his uh, sister get married. So it's, it's tough decisions these guys got to make and tough sacrifices these guys got to make in order for their team to win a championship this year. I mean... It's tough, bro. But I, if I was Gordon, I would, I would see the baby. Like I would definitely see my newborn child. Um, that's something you just don't miss. <laughs> Maybe a wedding, you can always videotape it. But a newborn child, even if you, if someone was there to videotape it, I would just wouldn't feel the same if I missed that. But it's still a tough decision to leave your team while you're, you know, trying to make a playoff run. You know you're probably one of the more important players on the team. So. And then it's tough, man. I, I think just think the biggest thing is, is a lot of is a lot of big things to, to worry about. But how's the, I mean, probably the one thing that has been a problem probably all year long against, you know, top tier premier teams is how the bench perform in those games the bench has been good against you know average to bottom feeder type teams they play well against those type of teams but i mean this bench is gonna have to step up big time if the celtics want to go far um if you look at their rotation you got ennis Kander, you got marcus smart which ennis Kander's minutes have been up and down all year long ennis Kander's got to be more consistent like, they brought him here to be consistent. He's got to be more consistent. He's got to be able to stay on the floor. Um, Brad loves Grant Williams. You might see him a lot regardless because he, the way he can switch on pick and rolls, you can have him out there, but he also can hurt you in interior defense. He's not a great interior defender. So it's tough, bro. And, then you know, he doesn't give you much offense either. But I think probably the X factor is Robert Williams. If Robert Williams can be healthy, which he hasn't been healthy most of the year, if he can be healthy, that takes away um, that interior defense that they lacked most of the year. I still think they'll struggle somewhat in the interior defense, but Robert Williams definitely helps that. If he can kind of have the game that he had against San Antonio early in the year, where he was all over the place, making huge plays, defensive plays all over the place against probably one of the more smarter teams that you'll ever see in the league. I mean, that you'll that you'll that you'll pretty much go against in the league. I mean, they they're gonna need that, and plus, it's just any production from the bench is a plus. You got probably the best starting five in basketball, perhaps. If it's not the Lakers, it's probably the Celtics. And, you know, the Clippers can definitely say something as well when you have two of the 
top ten players in the league in Paul Georgia and Kawhi Leonard, but and they they have pretty good uh, front court and they have one of the best defensive guards in the league in Patrick Beverly. So I mean, there's a lot of good lineups, but Lakers, Clippers are up there, and the Celtics are up there with them. Bucks are pretty strong as well. We have Middleton, Bledsoe, and Greek Freak. Brooke Lopez shooting threes from the outside, spreading the floor, keeping the floor spread for Greek Freak to, 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 to get into the lane relentlessly. So, I'm just looking at Anthony Davis. Had a fadeaway, missed it. Spinned out. But the Lakers got a good start, man. 18-11. Great start. Just so you know, Lou Williams is not playing in this game because, you know, his Atlanta situation. He went to a strip club after a, a funeral, so he's not available for this game. So Clippers' uh, bench is going to be a little bit um, shorthanded. But, yeah. A lot of a lot of things we gotta look for with the Celtics, and a lot of a lot of concerns. But you know they're still one of the best teams in the East. You know with with all those concerns, right now they're sitting at number three. Right now the Raptors and the Bucks are ahead of them in the standings. So we'll see how it shapes up. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. We're gonna. Quickly get into some of the key matchups for tomorrow's game against uh, Celtics versus Bucks. Plus, we'll get into the high school recruiting news, and we'll also get into what the coronavirus outlook would be for college sports, like college basketball, for example. Um, you, if you haven't heard, this been some news that there's going to be college football being played. SEC decided to have a 10-game season, uh, conference season. ACC announced that they were going to have some games as well. They were going to have a conference, nine-game conference uh, season along with one non-conference game. So it looks like college football will happen. If that's going to happen, I probably think college basketball will happen. So Even though it might be in the heart of the uh, quote-unquote second wave, which, you know, who knows, you know, which, you know, we've seen uptick in cases, but, you know, who knows how it's going to look in November, how it's all going to shape up in November. But as far as I know, if college, ba- uh, excuse me, college football is going to be starting, up, I'm pretty sure college basketball will start. So we'll take a look on that. Um, how about the the surprise uh, surprise commitment by Mater Maker, Don Maker's brother? He just committed to Howard. So we'll get into a little bit of high school, get into a little bit of college, and also we'll uh, preview the key matches for the Celtics and Bucks tomorrow night for that huge game, huge showdown in the East. Our uh, so you listen to the Rims and Nets podcast. This is your host, Rob Morris. We'll be right back. 